I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that one yet. It's on my Netflix. But I haven't seen that one yet. Good evening. It's my boy! How's it going? My baby boy. Baby boy. You know, yeah, this is this is our five year celebration, is what this is. Celebration, because we're now selling ourselves. <laughs> all 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 episodes are now on sale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we now- were giving them away free, but now yeah. you have to pay a dollar to listen to any episode. <laughs> Previously, they were 99 cents. Now they're 79 cents. <laughs> uh, but you can no longer get them in lossless slack for <laughs> Good evening. How are you? You know what? I've had a good day. You went outside. Uh, I got a good night's sleep for the first time in, I don't know, uh, a while. I mean, I, and I, I know I'm saying this to you as a parent. You're like, hmm. I've decided that I can't like I can't like do that bit of like being mad at my friends who didn't have who don't have kids because I chose to have a kid. So I mean there's like and there's like a difference between like you get woken up by your child versus just like having insomnia. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Like having like just like straight up insomnia sucks ass. Yeah, yeah. And I've I've been, I've been quite plagued by that recently but i did it last night just went to bed i used it i used paziz the app paziz paziz this helps you sleep paziz t-z-i-z-z and uh yeah it was it was pretty nice i got a good night's sleep and then i uh, did a i did a uh, thing a work thing i was gonna do today and then i uh, went outside got uh, i got a prescription from the CVS, bought some pens. We're going to talk about some pens. Oh yeah, it's going to be pen chat in a little bit. Went went to the to the beauty supply store, bought some stuff to bleach my hair, bleach my hair. Oh nice. Yeah, I got a I got a whole new situation up on my head. I got a haircut a couple weeks ago. We can talk about that later too. And uh, and then I had a a, um, a passion fruit Arita of the uh, oh. the Rita line of beverages. And then I've also had several other beers after that. So nice, nice. I am just rowdy and ready to do this because it's yeah. been five years that we've been doing it. It was five years, especially five years yesterday. Okay. Yesterday was the official. It's uh, March twenty third. It's the I haven't seen that day. And that is officially the day the mayor has declared it. Um, Bill De Blasio came out and he was like, <laughs> "We told him that it would make him president." And <laughs> oh, guys, you're running now. Ugh. Oh, he wants to. <laughs> oh, and like people here don't even like him. I mean, I did like. I mean, I, I mean, I don't dislike him. I'm ent- I'm entertained by how tall he is. Yes, I think the thing is, is that I think he's running because he's a tall man. But uh, Beto O'Rourke is also the other guy running because he's a tall man. And so... More like Beto O'Rourke. <laughs> Enjoyable. And that's the only political uh, news you're going to get from us ever. Ever. I I lost my um my normal earbuds. I don't know where they went. Which is kind of the definition of losing something. Um, so I'm wearing these. I, I threw on the cans. I got these big oh. headphones that are from from work, 
it was they, they changed the layout in the office at work. So there's like a lot more people sitting around and, and everybody's around everybody. And uh, to make up for that, they gave everybody a pair of big old headphones. That's like, that's reasonable. <laughs> that's nice. I mean, they're not noise canceling headphones or anything, but yeah. so you sound very differently to me Ooh, in there. And then big old canceling. I need to buy, I need to buy another pair of $8 earbuds because they sound <laughs> better and are more comfortable than wearing yeah. the cans. The cans. Yeah. Um, I uh, I delayed us starting a because we kept Izzy up late um, because we made cake with her and then I was getting some brownies out of the oven. Yeah, boy. <laughs> um, and so I was just standing by there every five minutes, dipping a toothpick in and being like, "Ooh, is that is that enough like of a clean toothpick to pull it out now?" But um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, big five years. That is. <sighs> literally inconceivable to, to me i meant to re-listen to our first episode i mean because honestly i think that is the best thing about this podcast is if you listen to the first episode i don't know if there are people who have come in later the first episode of this show when i, uh, this, when I recommend people listen to the show i say listen to the first episode because that is literally the first time we ever had a conversation yeah with our mouths we had been twitter friends we had been in each other's dms we had like written some weird things together yeah yeah but then we were like hey but let's do a podcast and it was the first episode that the first we, mouth convo the merce and now and now here we are five years later and we're besties for life uh-huh. um so i say I, I say to people listen to the first episode and then listen to the most recent episode and then fill in as you please yeah yeah exactly um what did i we went to a story time in our old neighborhood today uh-huh. and then we came home we went to um a uh a um uh, a fruit market that's a little way we haven't really explored west of here very much um and so we went over to a fruit market that was really nice and then would you, would you say you are in Ditmas park or kensington we are i believe we're in Ditmas Park, and we went over to Kensington today. Yeah, because whenever you're you're posting pictures of the houses in your neighborhood, I'm like, yeah, that's straight up Ditmas Park. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because I, 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 it was when I was looking for new apartments to get to the apartment I was in. Now, I was not looking into at an apartment in Ditmas Park, but I was having to walk through Ditmas Park to get to the part that was not nice, like Ditmas Park. <laughs> well, I would say, like, because we're actually, I. I think that we're technically not in Ditmas Park because I think Ditmas Park is just those houses, and we're in an we're in the apartment buildings that are on the other side of the track. But um, Ditmas Park is full of it's it's a uh, south of Park Slope, and it's full uh, uh south of um uh, Prospect Park, um, and it's just full of all these really fucking nice like Victorian ass houses, like and you're mansions. walking through it, it's like <laughs> yeah, and you're walking through it, and it's like this is. I'm in New York. This is Brooklyn, and there's just all these like Victorian houses here. Yeah, and, and I'm sure most of them, like a lot of them, are like split up seven ways to be. Whatever. I think some of them are, but I think a lot of them aren't, just because like I I don't know if there's a zoning thing with that. But like we literally, when we walk through there, we look for two doors or like multiple mailboxes because we're like we. I would love to rent the like second floor of this of one of your like. I definitely want Izzy to grow up in a YA like mystery novel set in a haunted <laughs> house, and like the way you do that is you move into a big Victorian house with like a bunch of like str- like strange but friendly borders. 
I mean, that's John Hodgman's backstory. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, but that's for his podcast. Yeah, yeah. For his, that's for his goddamn books. <laughs> <laughs> I love him very dearly. He's very important in my life. <laughs> um, but, uh, and then came back and, oh, but, oh, so um, when we were walking back, there is a uh, a bar um, that yeah, you looks... went to a shitty bar today. Let's well, I didn't go. I just walked by and then I looked oh. it up later because I was with my child and wife and I was like, but I was like, yeah. my eyes shot out of my head and I was, I mentioned it online and somebody was like, oh yeah, every Super Bowl they order party subs. It's <laughs> 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 like, hmm, awesome. It's not even like, I don't even think it's a shitty bar. I think it is like a neighborhood bar where yeah. like, I don't think they have draft beer, but, mm-hmm. um, but it looks very good. Uh, so I may be going there at some point. I like that um, your new neighborhood is just extremely inconvenient for me to get to. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's kind of inconvenient for me to live in, although, <laughs> the, so there is, so I, I've started taking, not often, but the, so there is an express bus, which I didn't even know these existed, but New York City has a couple of express bus lines where it costs six bucks rather than the two fifty for a subway. I mean, I, I didn't know the express buses existed. I didn't know they went from Brooklyn into Manhattan. Yeah, I did that. I didn't know. It's I, it's also very strange because, like, where I am, where the bus picks you up is is like three blocks from a subway stop. And I was like, well, maybe it's like it's handicapped accessible. This is not a handicapped accessible bus. Like, so, so very little is. Yeah, um, yeah, but um, so I, I'm just, it's just kind of strange that you would have anyway. But so the other day, I uh, dropped Izzy off early, and I was like, I'm gonna take a bus to work, and like, um, it it was fine. I mean, it, it's nice to get on something where you know you will have a seat. Yeah, this is. I'm pretty sure actually, there's there's probably a way I can easily get to your place by bus. But this is my great shame is that I've lived in this city for 19 years and have never taken the bus. But, you know, maybe, you know, you, maybe you'll have a, a party. Yeah. I'll, I'll try. I probably won't. I'm just going to be like, mm, I'm going to get a lift. It'll cost me $7 and I won't have to figure out. Oh, because it's so hard. I mean, look, if I were taking the bus in Manhattan, I would feel less afraid because the, the streets are very easy to understand in Manhattan and I know every time every time it's like uh take the bus in Brooklyn I'm like I, there's so many streets well and also the I... buses here go buck wild <laughs> like buses here will you'll be going down what you think is like a main street and then all of a sudden it will the bus will veer onto an expressway <laughs> Um, like there's a bus that comes pretty close to us that goes to Park Slope, and you would think that that would go via, um, like, like it, via surface streets, but it absolutely mm-hmm. gets onto the Prospect Expressway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't know where we're going to end up. But um, buses, you know what I have open on my phone right now. Mm-hmm. The Google a document that we started. I have that open as well, my friend. Are there any? Five years into making this show, we started a document of things we might want to talk about. Okay. Actually, I do want, I really want to talk about this, which is Vanderpump Rules. 
Yeah. Let's talk about Vampire. Okay. Go on. There's nothing important I'm talking about, but maybe we won't get to this one. But go on. Because I found out recently what Vanderpump Rules is. Now, what did you think Vanderpump Rules was? I thought Vanderpump Rules was a scripted television show about, like, people who are in their mid-20s but are for some reason at a, like, prestigious boarding school called Vanderpump. Yeah. That's not, that's, yeah, it makes sense. That makes more sense than the title that exists. Yes, which is Lisa Vanderpump. Now, is how, oh, sorry, I, I learned about it because I went to, um, it was what was formerly known as Drunk TED Talks before TED Talks got mad about them and they stopped being able to call it that. Um, and it was, they call it like drunk education or something like that. And the, the theme of the night was uh, reality television. And we watched a couple, uh, a couple of good presentations. There was one about um, uh, Survivor, obviously, and one about, uh, I think it was like Hollywood Chronicles or something like that. And one about Vanderpump Rules. That was really great. And then the, uh, the ending thing they did in, about the night was about how The Apprentice led to how we're going to fall into nuclear war. Yeah. And I felt really mad that they ended with that. Um, yeah, yeah. But that is a choice. I decided not to tweet about it and just got over it. I get, I think like once a year you can decide, hmm, I'm just going to get it. I'm just going to let it go. And mm-hmm. I did. But I, that was when I learned about Vanderpump Rules. And Vanderpump Rules is about Lisa Vanderpump. Mm-hmm. Sounds about right. Who was a real housewife. Okay. Of some place. Orange County, maybe? Beverly Hills. Who knows? Um, and she has a restaurant called Sir, which I oh believe God. stands for sexy. Su- <sighs> no, sexy. It's like sexy, unusual restaurant. Sexy, I think unique restaurant. <laughs> sexy, unique restaurant. Unusual is, is, is far too Wednesday Adams. <laughs> it's so like. <laughs> And and so this is a reality show about these people, uh, the, the servers and and whatnot, the staff of of this sexy restaurant. One of whom is a man named Jax, who seems to be like a pathological liar, but they can't fire him from this restaurant because like he's too fun to watch on the television show. I know there's like Shayna, who's a bitch and then she had a wedding <laughs> aren't we all not me man <laughs> must be nice to be a bitch and have, and a, have wedding. a wedding <laughs> i wish so is this is this restaurant like still operational yes because i was following a guy um for a while um i actually kind of un- unfollowed him because he tweeted so much about the edge do you follow Nicole Cliff on Twitter? Yeah, uh, actually, I don't. But yeah. I also uh, see you. You see her shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, she she um, one of the founders of the Toast. Um, she had uh, purchased a thing that she called the Dior Orb, which was a giant uh, bracelet that was just it just looked like the Eye of Sauron. And um, when she had it, it caused a bunch of incredibly cursed things to happen in her life. And she was like, I will give it away to someone. 
when I come to New York. And I, like my first instinct was like, I, I volunteer. But then I was like, no, the first thing that orb will do is kill my cat. And so mm-hmm. but she gave it to uh, to Louis Peitzman, who uh, previously, who then who then got laid off from BuzzFeed. Uh, we we can't blame the orb for that. BuzzFeed laid off a lot of very talented people. But uh, then he and I followed him because I wanted to see if the orb was going to destroy him. Um, but then he just tweeted a lot about Vanderpump Rules, and I'm like, I can't. You know, like, and but he went to Sir, and I was like, I'm sorry, I can't. I'm not that kind of white gay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he went to Sir. That should be that should be like like crossing the Rubicon. Like he went, went to Sir. <laughs> The website. Like I under. Like I'm not gonna judge. I have no judgment. I have no. I'm. I am not casting aspersions on anyone who watches that kind of reality programming. Because everybody has their own fucking shit. Yeah. I can't talk. All I've been doing for the past six weeks is just watching BuzzFeed videos yeah, of yeah. their various programming. That's all I do now. That's what I was doing the 15 minutes before we started doing this. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very intimately aware of everybody who works for BuzzFeed now. I just don't want to watch anything with that's like this the television, the network television equivalent of like going to see a dead body in the quarry. Mm. Yeah, this is I, like I understand, I understand the mindset between, but, but that's behind wanting to watch people who are real pieces of shit. Yes. But I cannot. But it's not for me. It's not for me. It's yeah. just like I have, I have, I have my my various fandom friends. I'm like, oh yes, you read that weird fanfic trope. Super not for me. But I understand where you're yeah, coming yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, when you when you Google Sir Sexy Unique Restaurant, obviously the website comes up first, and it says Sir, comma, in quotation marks, Sexy Unique Restaurant featuring cap capital letter E eclectic cuisine, mm-hmm. comma. Mm-hmm. Brings a taste of the exotic to the trendy corner of Melrose and Robertson. Is the menu actually on the restaurant? Uh, oh, what dinner page? menu. Let's hit this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta see this because this is, you know, this is again. I've been watching. I watched. A, I watched like a whole. But I watched all of Worth It, the the BuzzFeed program, and I'm like, I need to go back to restaurants again. Mm-hmm. I live in New York City. Why am I not going to restaurants? And uh, and then I looked at a lot of menus. I was like, ah, oh, a lot of them are expensive. Oh yeah, they do have a menu. Uh, they have light fare, dinner, brunch, and drinks. I'm looking at the. Uh, I mean, this just this looks like. Yeah, it just looks like a a restaurant. Yeah, exactly. So it could not be more generic. <laughs> this is food, <laughs> and it's inc- it's. It, I'm not gonna say it's incredibly expensive, but it's probably more expensive than it deserves to be yeah yeah i i would not pay 25 dollars for something called joe's fettuccine i do not want my pasta to be some guys like just look at the salads jumbo Mm. shrimp fettuccine is listed under pasta and risotto twice yeah it is it is though it is it is very funny to me that like obviously they could hire somebody. Well, this is also a restaurant website thing where like you could hire somebody to create a menu that does not need to be full screened like 
like that it, like you could hire somebody to make a website that looks good but you're not going to i mean again i was i was i, I had the realization that i live in fucking new york city and I go to about three restaurants these yeah, days. Yeah, same. And here. they're all ones I've been to before. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? When I was a kid, uh, there was, like, my family had, like, the four restaurants we went to. And now, as an adult, there's, like, four restaurants <laughs> in our neighborhood that we go to. But this is, this is like, I've been like, okay, I'm going to start going to, to new places. And I've been looking at their websites, and I'm like, and there's, like, a certain layout. And I'm like, yeah, baby, that's Squarespace is shit. <laughs> <laughs> I see your template. I know it. Uh, I think I think sexy, unique restaurant. This is not Squarespace. No. So look at their drinks menu. Let me see what the drinks situation is. Oh, boy. Is. <laughs> Got straight up, um, uh, you can just see the 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 break tags. The HTML break oh tags God. are right there in the flirtini. It's Chandon Smirnoff Sour Pot uh, Pineapple Vodka. Visible break tag, pineapple juice, fourteen dollars. <laughs> As a uh, I mean, not to, not to actually mention what I do for a living. That's hilarious. <laughs> Very good. <sighs> Perfect. I mean, you know, from I'm not surprised. You know, L.A., New York prices are probably on par. Yeah, know, fifteen dollar yeah. cocktails, but I bet they're bad. Yeah, yeah. Visible. Oh, but the strawberry, the strawberry uses a vendor pump Wait, vodka. Bullet rye mint topped with champagne. That sounds not great. It's not a julep. It's the Sir Champagne julep. That ain't a, that you as a as a Kentuckian. Yeah, I don't feel good about this. That ain't no fucking julep. So, uh, sorry. Okay. Decided, decided. When we go to Los Angeles, we will not go to. Sir. <laughs> we will not be going to Sir. But yeah, I'm, I'm sure uh, Lee Peisman is a very nice man, but he talked he tweeted too much about fan comfortable. <laughs> he went but to I, Sir. I, I, but, but I understand if you you've been laid off by BuzzFeed, what else are you going to do? Okay, let's <laughs> let's agree that. Going to Sir is going to be what we say when someone's like when the like personal obsession of somebody you you respect it but it becomes too much for you. Ooh, that's a good one. He, he went to Sir. <laughs> um, I hope me going to restaurants I saw on Worth It doesn't count as that. No, that's just me going. Oh. $16 curry sounds good. Mm. Um, um, you have some news, some personal news. Oh, wait. Yeah. Yeah, we haven't, we haven't, well, because we were going to record next week, uh, last week, but then I was um, incredibly hungover, and then I was sick for two days. Yeah. So uh, in, in, in the between times, yeah. you, took, you took me out to dinner. Yeah. I wanted to like, talk oh, to. Let's go to dinner. I and wanted I was like, oh, to. Oh boy, Mark's being social. We're gonna have fun now. Mark has a three-year-old almost, and he's gonna <laughs> go out now. And we're gonna get back in the game. I'm gonna be able to hang out with Mark. And then he told me so. And I was <laughs> like, I'm <laughs> going to prison. <laughs> uh, we are having another kid in <laughs> August. Another um, is on the way. Yeah, and so pretty excited for that. Um, but it is, it well, is like, I am, I am just now getting to the point where I'm like, 
getting a good like life balance of like taking breaks when I'm with Izzy and things like that. And then I've just, come... <laughs> and you're like, oh, I can't, fuck, I can't fuck. believe you've done Six this. <laughs> this is why I'm like, I like I was talking to, talking to Paul this week and I was, I was like, I was like, uh, we'll see if this podcast survives. Uh, baby, baby, baby number two. Number two. It might might go on to like an every six weeks schedule. (laughs) It's just Robin Williams from Jumanji. Like, what year is it? But uh, we'll we'll do. We're doing. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see how we go. But um, (laughs) yeah, it is like we're putting them out really regularly these days. Yeah, but uh, but no, it'll be well. It's funny. I keep just being like. Because the last kid um, with Izzy, it was like a very planned out thing. And this time, we're just kind of like, well, <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Um, I'm just going to ride the snake. Yeah, just ride the snake of having another person. Um, and But no, I think I think it'll be fun. I think Izzy's at a good age for it. Like, um, I think she's going to be, uh, she's going to be so excited to like help. Yeah, um, um, you have you have two siblings, right? Yes, I do. Um, what is the age difference between um, three years for both? Like one is yeah, three years old yeah. and one is three years. Are you the youngest or are you middle? I am the youngest. So one is three years older and one is six years older. Yep. Oh, all right. My brother is five years older than me, mm-hmm. and um, his kids have a six-year age difference. So, so for me, I think I personally, from I think five years is. Just for, from the child standpoint, from the parent standpoint, when I think about it, I'm like, <laughs> but five years is great from a kid standpoint because it meant he and I were never in the same school at the same time. Yeah, yeah. And like you know, you know, he went away. Like they had to. He went away to college, and like they did not have to deal with paying for both of our colleges at the same time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Etc. Um, but I think. I think from a parent standpoint, it might be easier. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's, there's benefits and problems with like any, um, like, like with any age difference thing. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited for it. We did have a moment, like when we went in for the first appointment where they did imaging, I was like, wait, what if it's twins? And that was a terrifying <laughs> moment. Jeez. I mean, this is why. I mean, I'm not going to have kids. Yeah. For so many. For so yeah. Many yeah. So, but um, my grandmother was a twin. Oh yeah. Which, and and um, her name was. Um, wait, wait. They were. Her name was Bennis. We, we, she was called Bennis. Bennis Reynolds. Her, but her full name was Della Bennis, and her twin sister was Rella Bernice. Mm. Indiana in the 20s or whatever. <laughs> um, but, uh, wait, what was the, oh, oh, the one, the one uh, distance that I uh, would not be down with, age difference, is uh, Kristen's mom and uncle are eleven months apart? That is, um, that was my mother and her um, next youngest brother. That is 
No, they weren't even 11. They were 10 months apart. Oh or God. as they call them, Irish twins. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't be racist and white against white <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're Irish. So. I'm, yeah, both of us are Irish. So. <laughs> we can say this. <laughs> I have the genetic testing to prove <laughs> Although I think my mother's side of the family is not the Irish side of the family. <laughs> That's the German side of the family. Ah, <laughs> uh, German twins. <laughs> the classic the classic trope we all know and love. German twins. Um, uh, more like it's uh the forties and <laughs> Okay. Hard, hard left turn. <laughs> but um My mother had scurvy. Wait, sorry? My mother had scurvy as a baby. I thought you said my mother had a Furby as a baby. And I was like... Oh, that would have been amazing. That's way better than scurvy. Yeah, yeah. Because she was a... To be frank, a time-traveling Furby would be way better than having scurvy. I'm imagining, like some sort of lab accident and a uh, Furby gets sent back in time and it like pops up in like, like Victorian England. And it just says E equals MC squared. And immediately the uh, like warps the time. I'm going to say it's not even a lab accident, but that's just maybe what Furby, what Furbies do. Yeah. (laughs) If you just like, they've been left alone for too long. (sighs) Um, but, yeah, uh, 1949. My uh, grandparents were in uh, extreme poverty. So yeah, my, uh, mother has Furby as a baby, and she uh, went to school in a one-room schoolhouse with a dirt floor. So, um, yeah. So you know, <laughs> good for her. Yeah, <laughs> that she went to college and then raised this asshole. Aww. She would be very proud of you. She would. Um, but also on the list, we have The Sopranos. Everybody's watching it. This is this is the thing. It's like all of our cool media friends, I guess. It's sort of fun for both of us because neither of us are really in. Me- I mean, I would say it's kind of fun, and it's also the worst. Yeah. Um, I, I end up with a that. lot of opinions about like like conflicts between other people where I don't where like I either know one person or I don't know either p- people either parties but um <clears throat> and you and you probably don't get this but I also am like deep in I like I I don't I'm not involved in comics at all but I'm deep in comics Twitter yeah I like follow yeah. a million comics people and I'm like I don't even read comics but I'm always like trying to figure out who is mad at it's like where do i exist in this yeah this web of who is mad at, at everyone else whose like, side am of, i on of these people i don't know and like i don't know anything about your problems but yeah yeah but mostly it's uh, various various people in um i guess i guess matt is kind of in the the circle between like media twitter and comics <laughs> yeah yeah definitely <laughs> um former guests of the show, Matt Lachansky. Um, and uh, uh, they and, uh, and Jaya were watching it, and just right, everybody was watching The Sopranos. Well, it was yeah. like the 20th the anniversary, Henry but I also feel like it was just a zeitgeist thing. Yeah. I mean, I never watched The Sopranos, and I'm not gonna. 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't, again, like... I'm honestly never going to watch a 40-minute television show again if I can avoid it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds unbearable. I could be watching 17 uh, Try Guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just one after the other. <laughs> I, I am, I have, my brain, I have become, my my media brain has become fully Gen Z. I only want to watch YouTube now. Yeah, yeah. Like I have one show, I, like one like normal television show I still like, and that's Brooklyn Nine Nine. And I just I keep I'm like, oh yeah, there was a new episode of it, and I just don't watch it. Uh huh. Uh huh. I mean, yeah, there's a bunch of like longer format things that we like. <laughs> I think uh, Chris and I are like the worst possible customers for Netflix because we have. Like we never watch more than one episode of a thing in a row anymore. It, well, actually, oh yeah, that's what they hate. Netflix hates you. Yeah, like we've been slowly watching the Umbrella Academy since it came out, and it's like literally that's like, the last thing they want. That's the last. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> they're trying to hide it from us now. <laughs> and I mean, like to be fair, the last two Netflix things I was interested in, I watched them all in a in a binge. Yeah, I watched all of the second season of The Dragon Prince, and then I watched all of One Day at a Time in a binge, and we we see how well that worked. <laughs> it's fine. Lin Manuel Miranda will save it. Yeah, he'll do. He'll put it on himself. He, has, he hasn't been a guest star on it. On it, how could he not? Oh <laughs> yeah, get a he's yeah. like no. <laughs> he's like no, I'm on a. There wasn't enough time now. Superstar? Yeah. God, it's a good show, though. It doesn't matter now for saving it, but watch one day at a time. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not seen it yet, but I think that after... Yeah, you, it, it's very good because um, <clears throat> the it's, it's a, a reboot of a show that was from the 70s um, mm-hmm. about, like... But it's, it's a single mother of a Cuban-American family, and she's got two kids, uh, but in this case, she's a, um, uh, an Afghan war veteran because we've been at war for... <laughs> um, and uh, and uh, she's got her, her mother living with her, and her mother is Rita fucking Moreno. Uh-huh. And it just, it just, like, it deals... I really love One Day at a Time because it deals with a lot of kind of heavy issues, but in a way that I think like some other shows that are very popular, Bojack Horseman, um, yeah. don't make you feel like shit and you yeah. want to die after <laughs> Like you laugh. You're like, I'm like, I like, I cry a lot when I watch one day at a time, but I always like feel uplifted afterwards yeah. because like, I mean, to spoil like the first season like deals with her daughter, um, you know, coming, realizing coming out as a lesbian and, you know, there's like a lot of things about, uh, Penelope's main character dealing with like anxiety and depression and yeah, like, her daughter yeah. dates a non-binary person and like, it's just like, it deals with like, Heavy fucking shit, but yeah. in a way that is like validating and uplifting, as yeah. opposed to like being like, "Yeah, that's it." Well, it. also, and like again, I've actually never watched BoJack Horseman just because I 
don't want to watch a depressing show about a horse. I mean, this is you can you can listen to this very show like about three years ago of me telling you to watch BoJack Horseman, but <laughs> I only watched the first season of BoJack Horseman, and then the later ones I was like, oh mm, mm, no. Well, I was like, I was like, I was in some kind of crazy good place when I watched <laughs> that, the first season of BoJack Horseman, and now I'm like, oh god, anything but. Well, also if like the the major problem with that. Sh- with with watching that show and knowing that there are multiple seasons ahead is being like, oh, like, the, the character can become better, but he can't become too much better, or there would not be, like, six more seasons of this show. Yeah, and, the, and that's one that's, like, it's in its, like, fifth or sixth season. It's like, clear, it's, like, clearly this character has not become better. Yeah. And I can't do, like, five seasons of a character not becoming <laughs> better. better. I just, like... <laughs> Like I was like I was like yeah I get it I like representation of uh, like I was like oh I like being validated about what it feels to be mentally ill but at the same time I need to like I don't know I mean I'll, I I I remember that show as being funny yeah <laughs> I'm sure it had good jokes it had a lot of good background jokes too but, yeah yeah um, but I know uh, Lisa Hanawalt is coming out with another she's the one who was like the character designer and uh, a big yeah, thing behind yeah. is coming out with another show I actually for the first like two years of it i thought that she was the creator and there were all these interviews with the actual with the, the guy with raphael well, yeah something. and i was like why don't they and then it's like oh like <laughs> but um, why do they keep talking to this man yeah exactly i i was so like self-righteous about it and it's like oh because but um but well, that was also but it was I, nice that, that she was always like yes we're going to make the various background weird animals like female well yeah there was a i think did did you read there was an interview with the with that with Raphael. i don't know the rest of his name but where he's talking about like like an argument that they got into where he realized like that he was being implicitly sexist uh which was uh which was cool um but it's always cool when people realize they're being implicitly (laughs) sexist it's cool as hell (laughs) cool as hell i love it um <sighs> you want to talk about fatbergs mm, they're coming baby <laughs> fatberg Jesus world Christ. tour <laughs> uh, fatbergs fat are the bergs! new los fatbergs they're the fat. new shinyan <laughs> we'll talk about fatbergs and we'll talk about shinyan <laughs> um would you like to explain fatbergs there mm-hmm. is a um there is a big PR campaign right now by the city of New York to convince people to not pour uh, like liquid grease down their drains or yep. flush a series of things, including paper bags, which flushes paper bags. W- weird choice, <laughs> I would say. I mean, at that point, you're just you you just have to tell people not to flush like bowls or like like prosthetic limbs or something um they're like don't flush the the wipes that say they're flushable yeah don't flush tampons don't flush i mean i mean obviously don't flush a pad that's yeah, not gonna yeah. go down condoms like there's like you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna come out i'm gonna admit it right here i am a lifelong tampon flusher really yep well, <laughs> but I now have an IUD, so I only do it like once a month. Okay. 
but no one ever told me not to. And then by the time anybody told me not to, I'm like, I'm so, I, what do you want me to do? Oh, gross. I'm not going to wrap this up in something. <laughs> and, and also due to the, re, like, my, my, my menses was so disgusting. I did not want to possibly leave that anywhere where. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I was like, oh, goodbye. Um, but the, these ads are everywhere. But yes, and they're in the English and it, Spanish. There are these ads. They're everywhere. They're everywhere. I can't. I only leave the house about twice a week. And I can't go anywhere without seeing an ad using the word fatbergs, which I hate. It sounds like it should be a slur. Yeah, yeah. Um, And... Yeah, the, every every like bus station. There is it's, it's a. On the subways, it's on in my apartment building, it was printed out and <laughs> mounted next to the elevator. Oh my god! It's like oh my god, fabrics. Well, it's also the thing is, is that I feel like the biggest problem is probably flushable wipes. And yeah, which I also like... I also do occasionally use, and do in fact flush, but. It seems like so, sometimes, sometimes we should just make it so that you can't call them flushable wipes if you can't flush them. <laughs> like it says, it says on the whole package, flush these. Yeah, it and seems like, like this is a legal situation that perhaps the government should deal with. I mean, I guess maybe this is maybe this is only a New York City problem because everybody lives in a building that was built two hundred years ago. Yeah, yeah, and has and has pipes filled with gremlins. Uh-huh. Uh, but those gremlins should learn to subsist upon my flushable wipes. <laughs> Occasionally, my my butthole needs special care. Well, oh, how's that? How's that? How's that bamboo toilet paper working out for you? It's fine. I mean, the thing, like, I don't. I actually haven't even gotten the bamboo yet. Oh, um, we're oh, still. Okay. We're you're still... working your. You're working your way down. <laughs> no, I'm working my way up because we have the like oh. the like base model of recycled. Oh, the bamboo uh, is better. Yeah, the I... bamboo is more lush. You talk about your your toilet paper, and then I'll talk about my toilet paper. Oh, I just we use um we use this toilet paper that is like recycled. Um, from this thing called Who Gives a Crap? And, uh, like, yeah, it's uh, they it's recycled three-ply toilet paper. Um, and they, uh, they, like, donate a bunch of money to build toilets in places that don't have toilets and things like that. So, um, but, uh, yeah, it's, it, like, I don't, I don't mind the toilet paper. Yeah, you will always always be in in your life actions environmentally way better than me, <laughs> and I accept that. Because I'm a precious princess, <laughs> and I need only the finest toilet papers. I need like the uh, this is I since I get my most of my shit via Fresh Direct and and Food Kick. I, I, I get the Charmin extra strong, but they're, whenever I go to the actual CVS, they've had the, uh, it's like Charmin. It's not extra soft. It's extra gentle, which uh. has like a little, a little bit of lotion in it. Ooh. I'm like, yeah, that's what my butthole deserves. Um, but uh, one time I, 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 uh, I bought many things from Brandless 
um, which is a thing where you get everything for three dollars. Um, and sometimes it's like, oh eh, yeah, not worth it. Excuse me. <laughs> we just bought toilet or not toilet peanut butter from there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you if you like uh, beef jerky, oh Ooh. boy, oh. three dollar beef jerky. Yeah, because usually beef jerky is way too expensive. Um, but like, I I would go. I've gotten some various like freebies from there and gone buck wild on like gummy candy and beef jerky. And one time I was like, hey, I'll buy some of their three of the three dollar six pack of their bamboo toilet paper. And I was like, this is the worst experience I've ever had <laughs> in my entire life. And 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 I and I use I by default due to my whole uh, anatomical situation, use twice as much toilet paper as you. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking nightmare. So um, if you, it, and it was bamboo based. So if you decide to go down to the bamboo, get ready to just hate going to the bathroom. Um, uh. More than maybe you already do. <laughs> I'm fine with my current toilet paper situation. I will be interested to try the premium, which is bamboo. And compare those. And uh, the, the premium is the worst. I it's will. Gonna... I will. I will give you for free a roll of the premium three ply, one hundred percent bamboo toilet paper, double length roll. And you know what? I'm willing to try it. I'm okay. willing to try. Okay. It. I'm willing to be convinced. <laughs> but I am. I am. I am precious about very few things because I've learned the hard way. Mm-hmm. I mean, never buy, never buy, absolutely never buy the store brand tampons. Mm-hmm. You will want to die mm-hmm. every moment. And also toilet paper. I'm like, whenever if I go to somebody's house and they have fucking Scott one ply, I'm like, you deserve better. <laughs> you deserve better. You don't do this to yourself. I know it's the cheapest, but God, but this. Uh, I don't know. I maybe I'm just too passionate about toilet stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you are. <laughs> I just hit the stopwatch and looked down at it. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. No, I mean, I mean, this is like uh, uh, my friend uh, Pam Wishbow who designed my tattoo. She she did a um, a zine of people's sacred spaces and i sent her a picture of my sacred space and it was the toilet <laughs> so i have i have strong feelings about having a comfortable experience that's reason on on the john dr john or uncle john's bathroom reader yeah i like i'm gonna read it catster formerly mm-hmm. cat fancy formerly cat fancy oh there's like a like a two page a whole two page spread in this this is the latest issue of um, Caster, formerly Cat Fancy, about CBD. Oh my god! <laughs> I, the thing is, I feel actually, very no, it's actually weird. Three pages. It's actually, like they actually like. There's like there was like a thing about what to feed your geriatric cat, and they're like, see the next on page sixty three. But the CBD thing got a full three pages. I would feel very weird giving any sort of. Well, I guess the thing is, is that. Like, catnip is psychoactive for cats. I was going to say that I would feel weird dosing any animal with a psychoactive, but I guess you do that when you give them catnip. I mean, CBD is just sort of... Catnip is a uh, long, proven thing. CBD is weird. 
yeah, I don't want to, like, <laughs> I would hate to, for my cat to get incredibly high if I had a cat. I mean, nobody's gotten high on CBD ever. <laughs> Wait, I thought you did. I got chill. I thought I didn't that get high. It was somebody. Oh wait, there was somebody. I was I was reading reviews of something online, and somebody. I guess they'd gotten one that actually had a high enough concentration of of THC. THC. <laughs> yeah. And got incredibly high. No, I have never gotten high on CBD. The two times I've two or did was there more? Um, the the first time I consumed any just like CBD product was uh, over Christmas when my brother gave me some CBD oil that was uh, Tennessee-grown CBD yeah. oil. Yeah. And uh, I think we, we, we've talked about this, and, like, because you went to Kentucky, and, like, yeah, yeah. when you're in that area, all this, like, in, that all the New York stuff of CBD is, like, It's like, oh, it, like, relax so you can make more trades at the markets. And whereas in, as in like Tennessee and Kentucky, it's like, here's what you can have instead of opiates. Yeah. It's like, have yeah. you destroyed your body doing physical labor for 40 years? Well, rub this oil on it. Like. And so the, the bottle of CBD oil my brother had was like, like on the bottle was like proudly grown in Tennessee. <clears throat> and he gave me some. It was like, like a day after Christmas. And I fell asleep for 11 hours. <laughs> Which is like I have insomnia problems. I have trouble sleeping. That is not the soul. <laughs> I don't want to sleep for eleven hours. I want to sleep for a solid eight. 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 Mm. And then I was like mad groggy afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And then the other time um, was when my friend Molly came over and she brought me one of the. Um, it was a recess soda, which two yes. people on my on my feed today posted that they were drinking, and I was like, ah, the recess, and it made me. Um, I would say mildly chill for about twenty minutes. Yeah, it also tasted to me quite bad. <laughs> the, the recess soda. Yes. I had I don't one. Know. I, I think and... it tasted just fine. I don't remember what it tasted like. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm not using CBD now because I am on antidepressants. Yeah, that's the good shit. <laughs> yeah, I am on something real or not the test like, the tested thing that yeah, everybody yeah. knows works. And I don't want to like throw anything else in there and like see what happens. <laughs> so yeah. Um, less because like I'm worried about side effects and more like I just wanted to be able to like tell that I was on antidepressants and that they were working before I added anything else. It feels like they're working, my my dude. I think so. I I'm feeling really good about I mean, stuff. Just 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 gauging from your tweets. Yeah, yeah. I well, and except for I um I was having some small side effects and I I stepped back my dosage and then I immediately felt very bad so <laughs> i stepped that back up again um, i went i was i have been off and on um an antipsychotic called latuda for several uh-huh. years and um i i uh uh recently weaned myself off it and i was like eh, you know we'll see how it goes because for a while i was just like ah oh, i would love i was like i'm clearly not depressed or manic but I'm also not having really those things you call emotions. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
and then I weaned myself off it. And now I am having emotions, and it's great. But I'm also realizing that a lot of my uh, numbness has come from uh, living in 2019 and being yes. subjected to constant emotional trauma literally every day. And it is a... Um... Anyway, on, anyway on, uh, on that note... <laughs> there was some... some some doofus on twitter was like uh one one big problem of twitter is people retweeting things into your feed where it's essentially like hey did you see this fucker and it's like somebody who i've never heard of but now i know about um but uh it was some some dude who was like oh like these latest things of like teenagers are extremely filled with anxiety and depression uh, probably because of the like HPV vaccine, and it's like, no man, probably or because they look at their phones so everything. much. Like... It's like, have you guys like? Do you understand that if you're a teenager right now, you are like 100% expecting Mad Max in your lifetime? <laughs> anyway, sorry, we'll stop talking yeah, about yeah, this. Okay, it's very okay. depressing. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm looking. I'm looking again at the. I haven't seen that. Uh, the I. IHST topics and uh, there's one that is um, parentheses if you feel comfortable about it Whitney being a hero at work yeah would you like to talk about this I would like to talk about being a hero at work and uh, I and it may be the first time I've ever uh, actively said this on the podcast is I uh, I am non-binary and have started using the they them pronouns and uh, I, I, I uh, expressed this to, like, my little personal team at work in our own little, like, team Slack. And then I was like, and, um, but then I, uh, I had a coworker uh, come to me and she was like, I need to, I would like to talk about you something, something privately. And I was like, oh, this is going to be about trans issues. And it sure was. It was about um, uh, her child who had come out to her as trans and she wanted advice. And I did what I could. And I was like, I should probably say more about, I should probably, I mean, I'm just like, I'm a part-time contractor at work, but I work at a kind of fuzzy nonprofit. So, um, uh, more like a fuzzy, more like, you know, warm and fluffy kind of thing. And I was like, I'm going to send an email to the, uh, it's not even, it's not even called HR at my organization. It's called the people team. Cause we're, cause we're, uh, warm and fluffy nonprofit. And I was like, Hey, uh, I wanted, I want to express to the whole organization that, um, these are the pronouns I use and I want everybody to use them. And, uh, I'd like, I, and they were like, yes, we're so excited to, uh, this is, that's like, we're so committed to diversity and we really want to support you in this. And we're so happy that you would come to us and, and let us do this. And I wrote up like a little statement and they sent it to everybody and they like encouraged people to like put their pronouns in their signature and every, and like the, uh, the 70 five-year-old man who formed our company sent a message. He was like very proud and like. <laughs> so I basically had literally the best possible way um, result get, yeah. that could come 
or coming out as non-binary to your office and it uh ruled <clears throat> and then like then they like a couple days uh, like a couple days later there was like uh here i was like they were like uh we want to stress it's not mandatory that you have to put your pronouns in your sig but also here's a 28 page pdf about best practices for non-binary inclusion in the workplace and i was like yeah uh, this is because of me i did it and i'm only in the office like two days a week but people have been good they've been doing it and it's nice so uh i'm literally a hero yeah that's fantastic i'm really proud kick ass i'm uh i'm uh never gonna tell my dad but uh Uh (laughs) it's just not worth it it's just not worth it maybe he'd be fine but it's just too complicated i don't yeah yeah it's just whatever I can be his daughter. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's it's your comfort level with different groups of people. So, but uh, that's fantastic. You know, and these are these are the Vanderpump rules. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> the, the real Vandal, Vanderpump rules were the friends we made along the way. Um. <sighs> So on this list, you also have literary fiction and art house movies. I don't remember what that was about. Do you? I mean, did I? Okay, that sounds more like something I would write, but I don't know what I would have to say about those things. Yeah, I forgot what that was about. I think, nope, I don't remember. Um, I don't know. It's just like. And you're a K-pop gremlin. I haven't been a K-pop gremlin for a bit. But there was a uh, maybe like six weeks ago, because I have a I have a couple of friends who are deep into K-pop. Um, specifically, I have several friends who are into the group BTS, uh-huh. and um, I've always supported them. And like part of me is like, um, as as excuse me, as I belch, Ugh. yeah, okay. Um, as as a former One Direction fan, enough former. I'm still a One Direction fan, but they are sort of. Um, not with us anymore mm-hmm. um i sort of always wanted to try to avoid getting into bts as a k-pop boy band because i was like clearly i've seen what happened the last time i got into a boy band which is like i lost my mind for two and a half years so if i get into this k-pop boy band this is going to end with me moving to seoul and just becoming like an english teacher mm-hmm. um but uh, I was like, okay, it's and and it it was the exact same circumstances as as, as when I got into One Direction <laughs> for the first time, where it was like, I am drunk and it's after midnight. I'm gonna start watching K-pop videos. <laughs> it's happening <And> again. <laughs> it's happening again. And I did. I watched a bunch of K-pop videos, and, and I was like, fuck yeah, this is great. I love it. And I did. They're all oh, they're great. They're fantastic. Says, if there's and in every k-pop video like 400 things happen uh-huh. there's there's so many every every american music video just needs to shut up because nothing happens in them and in every k-pop video 400 things happen and it's amazing every second is like just it's just insane uh-huh. and i love it it's so good and also the music just fucking slaps like i'm into k-pop as a musical thing yes. very good a lot of bangers 
And um, who, ooh, especially, and then I like, as I went on my <clears throat> uh, uh, voyage, went, got into the girl groups, and that, that was when I uh, got um, horny. Um, especially uh, black pink, very, very uh, fun pink um but then uh, uh it it only happens that i watch k-pop videos like the only time that i watch k-pop videos is after midnight when i'm drunk uh-huh. and that's and that's when the k-pop gremlin emerges okay like like the actual gremlins <laughs> yeah exactly that's midnight. why i mean that, this is why this is why i've termed okay. it i've termed it as k-pop gremlin is it's after midnight and then like some beer has been involved and the k-pop gremlin emerges <laughs> and and then i just watch a bunch of brown-eyed girls and go and wild. then you then you turn into the vegetable gremlin Vegetable. Oh yeah, yeah. We love that vegetable gremlin. <laughs> love that vegetable gremlin. <laughs> Huge fan. <laughs> uh, if, if you were to rank the gremlins, do you prefer the vegetable gremlin or the horny lady gremlin? I want the one who's like the the one who talks. The like the brain gremlin that has Tony gremlin. Robbins' just... voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one who's like who's like the coyote in the in the um, <laughs> episodes of of the Looney Tunes where the coyote talks. Talks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, but then, but then I was like, oh boy, it was like it was full on three in the morning, and I was drunk as shit. And I was like, okay, no, I'm gonna go full in on this. I'm gonna see if it happens for me. I'm gonna see if I can. Like this, if this is going to be my next thing, <laughs> is I go this into, me now? Is this me now? I'm like, I'm open to it. My soul is open to becoming like a fucking K-pop BTS person. And I watched a full like hour and forty five minutes of videos. Like introduce, like each video, it was introducing me to all of the seven members of BTS. Mm. And each one was about fifteen minutes long, and I watched <laughs> them all. And uh, <laughs> I think let's see if I can remember who my favorite is J-Hope J-Hope I think he's my favorite and that's all I remember and uh it did not uh didn't didn't take <laughs> it just didn't take and I'm like but now it's fine it's fine because now I I can more readily support yes my friends who are into that I'm like I understand I've seen your boys it's, I have viewed your boys. I have learned about your boys, and I understand. I understand your love. You've been inoculated. The rap, I, I understand your love of Namjoon the Rap Monster. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like when people um, would infect themselves with cowpox to prevent themselves. Jesus, from... I hope I got the right. Jesus, I hope I got the right. <laughs> <laughs> rm also known as there's seven of them it's there's seven it's, rap uh, monsters no there's seven members of bts oh okay i mean this is the thing with k-pop groups is there's just there's, there's a just lot so of, of them. them and then and then and then i hear my the voice of my friend carter who is into akb48 which is mm-hmm. the japanese idol group with um <laughs> you would say only 48 members but that does that that does not include all you know the the side groups mm-hmm. i'm just i'm just not i'm i think i'm just too weak i'm too weak <laughs> i can't deal with this for for asian idol groups it's not <laughs> enough i mean i'm not i'm not strong enough i mean i you have I to be tied best. to the mast 
I did my best with One Direction for the years I did. Oh, some of my some of my One Direction friends are getting into some 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 new uh, some new boy band that I think is Ooh. a country boy band. A country boy band. What? I think it's I think it's uh, King Callaway. And I uh, I I pulled up a picture of them and I was like, oh boy, that's that's six of the exactly same white dude. <laughs> King Callaway. Is King it? Callaway. A half dozen members from both sides of the, wait, wait, the sorry, this also looks like a Red Dead Redemption like uh <laughs> <laughs> I have not listened to them. Honestly, like I like country music, so I probably would like them, but I'm like, I can't. I think I, I think it may be the fact that I'm never gonna get into a boy band again. I think perhaps the try guys have replaced in my heart. <laughs> because I'm like these four are definitely going to be best friends forever yeah, and will never yeah. break my heart. <laughs> They'll never be weird. They're, 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 an, uh, they're, they're always going to love each other and they're best friends forever. And I don't want them to kiss and that's fine. Yeah. Um, I, uh, we've just been watching a bunch of kids shows again. Uh, Izzy's favorite like she loves a monkey who is a mechanic and she loves a guy who runs a car wash named Carl. So she's watching the Sopranos. Yes. <laughs> yeah. She's doing a whole watch through. I've been, I've been, we've been trying to watch sailor moon, but the sailor moon on Hulu starts 43 episodes into the series. I mean, uh, she's, not even three. I think she can. Handle well, it. yeah, but like but I you, like well, your problems. I, I I have been watching a bits bits and pieces bits and bobs of uh, anime here and there. Mm-hmm. I've been watching one called uh, "My Roommate Is a Cat." Ooh, uh, which I believe the um, uh, I watched a little bit, a bit of it with Paul, who uh, speaks better Japanese than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I believe the actual translation of the Japanese title is uh, my roommate sleeps on my lap and sometimes on my head, something like that. <laughs> it's very adorable. And it's about like a guy who's very kind of socially awkward and he, you know, takes in a little, a little straight cat. And then like half the episode will be from his perspective and then half of the episode Aww. will be from the cat's perspective. And it's so cute. Like, I, like it makes me, I like I cry every episode. It's so stupid. That also... And I also... Sorry, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. Um, you go. You go, darling. Well, th- no, 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 go for it. Uh, no, if you were going to talk about I cats. D- no, no, I was going to talk about that, the, like, uh, for, uh, what's this, a uh, cat named Virtue? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, this would put me too much in mind of that. And I will say, it's cat named Virtute. Virtute? Yeah, there's a T in there. It's not virtue, oh. which I this that was that's a song by the Weaker Thans. Uh-huh. That's the only which, Weaker Than song I know. Which I I I did not know about this song at all until I, I was listening. It was on an episode of Wonderful, which is is uh, the the Griffin McRoy and Rachel McRoy podcast where they talk about nice things, uh-huh. and it's a, it's I love it. It's a delightful podcast. I've had like a couple submissions on there. But then he talks about this uh, this goddamn band, the Weaker Thans, and plays a bit of the song um, uh, about uh, uh, you know a plea from a cat named Virtute or whatever, and it's a song about a cat trying to convince their depressed owner to hang out with their friends. And I'm on the subway, and I 
start just like resisting ugly sobbing from like the first like because he played a little bit of it and like from the first moment i like was resisting right. ugly oh, sobbing boy. i was, I was <laughs> first, like go. close to home and like i and like just thinking about it i was just like ugly sobbing and then i got home and listened to the actual song and was just disgusting sobbing as someone who got a cat partially to help with their mental health issues yeah yeah and then it's um horrible if you listen to the whole arc of that yeah that, yeah it's bad i don't like it i'm very angry at this person who doesn't exist and what they did to virtue but it is it is not a cat named virtue I just can't ah okay i had heard that it's a very good song it's a very good song when <laughs> i'm fine i'm fine when i listened to that episode of wonderful i was like wait a second i know that song and like I, the only weaker than song I know is that specific song, and I have no idea. But I listened at some point in my life. I listened to that song a lot. Yep. No clue. I was just, it was just, I was like, God damn it! This is like the podcast I listened to to be super happy, yeah. and then, you, and then you, and like it just instantly, instantly, just look at what the they've subway. done to my boy. <laughs> Somebody like. <laughs> just like walking down the street to my apartment ugly crying just just from the concept yeah the con yeah. <laughs> fucking up it's not your fault griffin uh <laughs> oh but i was talking about i was gonna talk about other anime i've seen yeah i it's been a, a minute since i watched it because again all i do now is watch buzzfeed videos mm -hmm. which i feel problematic about because they laid off like a million people a mm -hmm. month ago um including some people who worked on shows i like yeah <laughs> not great but hey everything's problematic these days mm -hmm. what are you gonna do um you uh, only good people feel feel bad about being bad <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever um but i watched a little bit of mob psycho 100 mm -hmm. um which is a very interesting show um Mostly because it's like the animation in it is so unusual and exciting, which is which is not a thing you say about animation much in yeah, anime. Yeah, um, it's about um, I've only watched three episodes, so I can't I can't really talk about it. And it's, it's something where it's like uh, when I first heard about it, I was like, oh god, this is probably one of these shonen shows that's like a hundred episodes long. But no, it's like there's one season and it's 13 episodes long and it's in the second season and it's not even, it's like a very short show. Yeah. Um, and it's about like this, it's like a, in a world where like psychic powers exist and there's this kid that they, they call mob, which is, um, like it's supposed to be like a joke on, uh, like a, like an, like a, like a meaningless character in like a, like a, uh, 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 like an like world of Warcraft or whatever. Okay. Yeah, just, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like a mob, you know? Yeah. Heard yeah. That. Um, and he's just like this, this guy who's very like emotionally thing, but he's like very psychically powerful. <laughs> and he has this, this mentor named Megan, who is uh, just a, a real piece of shit. And I love him. <laughs> he's just, a, he's just a real scammer, just kind of a, abusing the power of this incredibly strong boy. Uh -huh. And, but it's, it's just very, it's, it's just one of those things I need to get back into it, but it's just, it's so exciting to look at. Like all of the, the, the animation is so exciting and like the things it's doing is so exciting. It's uh, very, I, I haven't, I haven't, I haven't been into anime for a while. And this is, this is sometimes 
difficult with all my weeb ass friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what is your familiarity with the term weeb? I I understand it to be um, like uh, like an American who is really into Japanese culture and with a, with an emphasis on anime. I would say it's a, it's a term I really appreciate. Yeah, because it's not it doesn't have any like like I think the origins of it is it uh, I can't remember what it came from probably some weird like like something awful forums yeah yeah almost certainly for weeaboo which was a thing that came from a uh uh that really good comic fuck i can't remember it um but uh yeah it's it's just nice Uh, it's a a term that holds a lot of weight but uh also does not hold any yeah yeah Cool. Now, do you get this on Crunchyroll? It's on Crunchyroll. It is okay. indeed on Crunchyroll. These things are on Crunchyroll. Because I, I actually... our sponsor for this week. <laughs> now, when you watch these, is that on Crunchyroll? Well, I wanted to check out JoJo. Do you, do you, I, Mark, Mark, since we this is our five year, do you remember the couple times we did have sponsors? We did. It was very nice. It was nice a couple of times. Like, like we're not going to do it again because we record so infrequently yeah, and yeah, can never don't. promise anything. Yeah. But there were a couple of times when people paid us a full 30 ass dollars. Yeah. To talk about shit. It was very nice. Was Thank nice. you to everyone who did that. It felt it made us feel like a real podcast. <laughs> These days we're just just shooting the just shit. Too, it's two sweeties. <laughs> just two sweeties. sweeties. <laughs> That's a just a couple of sweeties talking to a microphone. <laughs> just some of, sweeties. Just a, little, just, just a couple of sweeties. <laughs> You're really enjoying this. <laughs> <laughs> um, tremendous. Excuse me. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, I wanted to uh to check out. Although, again, like. Well, I don't know. I'll probably be up very late holding a baby at some point soon. So I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, guaranteed you will. And also now we've got the Roku where the um, the remote has a headphone jack. So you can plug it in. Uh-huh. So like that would make Lovely. things a lot easier for uh, for dealing with that. Yeah. I mean, I know you watched a little bit of Yuri on Ice uh-huh. with it. Uh, Paul and I recently rewatched all of Yuri on Ice, and that show is just the fucking shit. It's Very so good. good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, watch Yuri on Ice with your your new baby. With my new baby, which we are going to find out the uh, assigned gender next week. Ooh. Um, which is like I hope, I hope I I hope I'm among the first to know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's because because we didn't find out with Izzy. But with this time, it's just going to make it easier in terms of, like, talking to her about it. But it is also, like, there's a balancing act with that and also, like, like, this is their assigned gender at birth. And, like... I mean, I'm going to say, as someone who is... Yeah, yeah. ...a binary person, it's cool, it's fine. 
you are going to be assigned a gender at birth. That's yeah, just going to yeah. happen. It's Western society. That's what we do. And it's um, fine. Don't, don't like from, from your neighborhood, local trans friend. <laughs> it's, it's cool. You can, you can assign your baby a gender at birth. Don't, we're not in Sweden. You have to do something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, but no, we'll be, Oh my God, this is, this is completely unrelated. As um, I, I, I again, as, as I said, I've been watching the various BuzzFeed Worth It videos, uh-huh. which is about going to like things at three drastically different price points and seeing which one is the best. Uh-huh. And it's nice because as the, the main series where it's it's two just lovely men going to 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 it's it's all three things that are lo- they're all good. Everything is good. But it's like, here's a kind of cheap thing that's good. Here's a medium thing that's good. Here's an expensive thing that's yeah. good. It's all good, and they only say nice things about everything. <laughs> it's the most relaxing, soothing, wonderful. It's just like, ah. And I spent like a lot of them just like playing a game on my phone while just, just, just friendly men talked about nice food they were eating. And I'm like, this is perfect. This is all. That is tremendous. So I need. Um. But I was watching, um, it was, it was, there's another, there's like a side thing that's like where they do like worth it lifestyle. It's like about different, you know, go see a, a massage or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they did one about beds. And it was like, well, they got to the most expensive bed where you get like a $160,000 bed. And uh, they went to this, this, this bed store, this Swedish bed store. And like, <laughs> I, maybe, I think so. Yeah, I think yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I think it, so. I think it was that with the horse hair bed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and the salesman, I was watching it and I literally said aloud, what the fuck? Because when I saw the salesman, it was like the just most, he was just stupidly handsome. I was like, <laughs> I was like, how? I was like, "What?" <laughs> well, I saw that's... this man, this bed seller, and I was like, "What the? F- what? How are? How do you look like this?" That's precisely as handsome as you have to be to sell a sixty thousand dollar bed. Hundred and sixty thousand oh, dollar bed. Jesus God! Full of horse hair. I mean, how good could it possibly be? Well, the store I is in. I think I'm allergic to horse hair. So. <laughs> so you'll never know. I mean, the store is in Soho. I wonder if they let you lay down on the bed. I mean, uh, I mean, if you come with a BuzzFeed camera, they let you put on special slippers and jump on it. So, <laughs> Do you want to pretend for it to be from BuzzFeed? Probably. Have... <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. They don't know. <laughs> I look pretty buzz- BuzzFeed. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I mean, but um, yeah, I yeah, I'm gonna go there. They probably make you like pay twenty five dollars to lay down on the bed. I do it. I want to. I want to know. I want to yeah. know what it's like to be on this this seventeen layer horsehair bed. But again, I I I emphasize. I know I'm allergic to horsehair. Horse it's like it's like it's incredible that. There could be a hundred and sixty thousand dollar bed that I am allergic to. <laughs> that is, it's the best bed that could ever exist, and I'm allergic to it. <laughs> that is very good. Ah. Um, it, what's the like mid range bed? 
It was a. Uh, it was one that had like a. Uh, it had a lot of uh, uh, science in it. It had like. Oh, they they're putting like, science in those now. It had like it gave you a lot of a lot of data Ooh. from like, and and it was also like you could heat up one side or you could like, what I this is oh boy, um, I was checking Facebook today, and uh, I'm always I'm always very aware of what ads Facebook and uh, Instagram give to me. And today, Facebook was giving me ads for a, and this is again, I'm going to say, for all these, not wrong. Just not wrong. Um, a subscription box service for incontinence underwear. And a uh, special bed for if you get night sweats. Oh, Wait, I need that one. I need the night sweat bed. Yeah, we do. We yeah. And then and then on Instagram I'm getting like the high tech diabetes. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. I mean can I can, Come on, goddammit. Like, please like gas me up on what you're advertising. It's all like cat stuff and then like Hey, you probably have diabetes. <laughs> hey motherfucker. Hey motherfucker, do you have how numb are your feet? <laughs> Um, (laughs) so i've been trying to convince Kristen that what we should do is um each get like twin sheets and comforters which is apparently like a scandinavian thing but that's because like every night now she steals the comforter and i steal the sheets (laughs) because i like to wrap myself up in a burrito Every night of sheet. Um. Yeah, I am fully, I mean, I was, I was sick recently. I fully cannot tell if it's just like, it's, it's, it's winter ish in New York. So my, my building's, uh, uh, radiator system is fully over the top. And, uh, and also I have kind of a hot mattress. Uh huh. And also, I'm sort of I, like I I sweat so much. At yes. Night. I'm like, yes. Am I? Am I and, and and again, I am. I am in my late thirties. I'm like, am I menopausing? Am I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? That I just I just wake up and like I'm just soaked with sweat. Mm. I mean, that's the only reason I would get like a, like a podcast mattress. Yeah. I, I haven't talked about my fucking podcast toothbrush problem. Okay, so hit me. What toothbrush did you get? I got the fucking podcast toothbrush. The Quip. I'm not one? gonna. I. I. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I didn't. I wasn't even gonna name name it because I ordered it, and uh, the USPCS, the USPC. That's to me. The Postal Service said they delivered it. I don't have a podcast. I don't have a new toothbrush. Ah. I don't have it. It didn't arrive, and I had to send a, a message to the podcast toothbrush company and they were like oh you should ask your neighbors or you should think that to you should call the to the postal <laughs> service like, i'm like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna call the fucking is gone <laughs> the toothbrush <laughs> does not exist give me i paid 25 dollars for this toothbrush i got the next month free with promo code sawbones but i want i hate brushing my teeth and i have thought that maybe if i have a toothbrush from a podcast. Or I think I might or I think I might be disappointing Sydney McElroy if I'm not using uh, it. Uh-huh. I might brush like I haven't brushed my teeth today. Um 
I might brush my teeth more. <laughs> I am fortunately, I will, I will say, I am fortunately, I am blessed. I am genetically blessed with good teeth. They don't, they don't, they don't, they don't go bad. Um, I feel like I, I am amazed that there is not a toothbrush at this point that syncs to an app on your phone that like is like a Kegel cat kind of thing. There has to be. Oh, do you want to talk about your Kegel cat experiences? I've been doing Kegel cat. Um, and it's, I haven't. And it's, it's, it's exceedingly more important for me. <laughs> I got a cold this week and I was like, fuck, here I am again. Here I am again. <laughs> um, also, uh, Izzy really likes Kegel cat. So I'll show I'll like yesterday we were waiting for the train and I just put it on my phone and did kegels and every time the cat makes the like um the yes loves that but also when the cat makes the uh like the the like struggling face and there's like a a big sweat thing comes out is he goes cat crying and then when it looks happy it goes she goes. This is what I, I cat am, happy. I, your your Kegel cat looks completely yes, different completely from my Kegel different. cat. It leads me to believe that the iOS Kegel cat has been uh, excessively updated, mm-hmm. and Android Kegel cat um, is just uh, like it's completely different art languishing, which is very weird. Because if I miss one day, I I set up the Kegel cat reminder. If I miss one day, it stops reminding me. From forever i have only missed one day once so but then if well, after you missed the day did it re- did it remind you the next i day? don't know i started it again the next day i don't actually uh, remember right. if it reminded me or not you you just you just felt the uh mm-hmm. the weight um, of not having yeah yeah i broke my streak and i felt terrible about it um would that I could be as good at kegels as you, Mark. <laughs> Would that you could feel the pressure of, of keeping this cat happy. I mean, I think I think this is this is the difference in your in our personality. <laughs> yes, this is this is pretty much the number one thing. Is that for me? Is like I fail at doing something for two days. And I'm like, all right, that's it. This is just how it is forever. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> and I flagellate myself. <laughs> Although you are better about that now that you're on antidepressants. Yes, yes, definitely. <laughs> ah, I love doing this show with you. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, it I is love, just and very I love funny. everybody who has listened who has listened to it for so long and has heard all of their our, our growth, our things. Yeah. I have a I'm gonna look in the um the mentions. I just wanna uh, where is it? Where is it? Where is my Oh no! I'm looking at my tweet deck. Where's the I haven't seen that mentions? Uh, can give a give a shout out to Corio for talking about how how we cheer them up. Yeah, in yeah. And they're really, really feeling nice. shitty, and I'm I'm really happy for anybody who like uh, I, I like it would listen to us when they're falling asleep. And I, I I've been trying now because I I I will put a little like audio end tag. Trying not like put like something that's like super loud, yeah. Because I'm yeah. like I I have I have the experience of like I'm I'm falling asleep to a podcast and then they're like suddenly something happens and they yell toothbrush. Yeah. Oh, the thing is, 
So when I wanted to make sure the sa- that we were talking about the same uh, podcast toothbrush, because Kristen got a toothbrush that I'd never heard of before. And she's like, oh, it's advertised on the, all the podcasts. It seemed like <gasps> Gooby. And I was like, what? What? Who? There's another podcast? <laughs> yeah. Of course apparently. there is. Of course there is, because there's like 17 podcast mattresses. Yeah. <laughs> and like uh, these days, I'm like, maybe I should. I mean, like, I have a perfect good, a good mattress. It's, it's, very good to sleep on except for my own heat yeah yeah the body nightmare that is me um i think my mattress is fine i uh i when we first got it i actually had some trouble sleeping and then um i think i'm okay it's probably my previous mattress um i went from college where you have the extra long extra long yeah just bad uh-huh. and yet i somehow regularly would sleep two people to that yeah how did i i look back and i'm like how yeah yeah god I, that i and also that i did intimacies upon that kind of bed yeah uh, and then i went uh the the terrible apartment i lived in for three months in Town, where um i slept on sort of a hand-me-down bed that had wheels on it, and that was not great. And one time there were ants in it, and it was wild to have ants in your bed in a 10th floor apartment. How did ants get all the way up there? Oh, my God. I had ants in your bed. I know that was bad. And then uh, I moved to uh, the apartment I lived in for eight years in East Village. And it was, again, it was uh, there, I was moving into an apartment that where a, a person had already lived, and they were like, here, there is already a bed. You can take it. And, and that bed had probably been there for 10 years already. Uh-huh. And then I kept it for another eight years. So And then I moved it with me, and it was the worst bed. Yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a huge, it was a taco. It was a taco bed. Yeah. I just slid into the middle back hurt all the time and the box spring was incredibly shredded and it was the worst so when i got oh when i got the big boy bed the big boy bed that i paid real adult money for oh even though the fact that i sweat even the fact that it makes me sweat all the time it's it's too hot of a bed yeah i did not know there was an option for a not hot bed yeah i could not i could not pay nine hundred dollars for the not hot bed as i learned on worth it yeah i paid like 700 dollars for this bed but uh, it's so it's still so good Uh it only makes my back hurt if i sleep in it for like 11 hours but i think that would happen in yeah with almost almost any bed almost i get that now when i like like that thing where you you're like oh i was asleep so hard that i didn't move and now my body hurts a ton (laughs) who was it (sighs) I thrashed so much. Somebody, somebody was talking about. I think this was on Twitter, but their dad uh, tried CBD oil and slept for like fourteen hours. And when he woke up, he'd thrown his back out because he had just been asleep so hard that he didn't move. And like, I guess part of the reason that you roll around in your sleep is so that you don't like injure yourself by staying in the same position for. Yo, too legit, long. legit. That was like what happened to me when I took CBD oils. I just didn't fucking move, and it was bad. And you woke up and you were like, "Oh no!" I was just groggy and sore. Yeah, because yeah. I'm a when I sleep. All right, this is. I think a lot. Are you? I mean, you have to be familiar with the. Uh, 
due to knowing me, you have to be familiar with the, the fanfic trope of there was only one bed. Yes. I am aware of it. <laughs> and I have sometimes thought about if I were ever in the there was only one bed situation <laughs> with a like perhaps a rival. Yes. Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps a perhaps suitor. Perhaps attention. Yeah. Um, I would, uh, all of, all of those tensions would be, I mean, you know, ideally like, Ooh, nobody can sleep at all. Cause we're so aroused by each other. But if I actually fell asleep, uh, they would lose all interest in me because when I sleep, all I do is toss and turn and fart. Mm-hmm. If there is somebody else in a bed with me, I cannot, I have to be turned away from them in like fetal position. <laughs> I yeah this is I have I I have slept with with a a partner in my bed like maybe three times in my adult life mm-hmm. I have no <laughs> and and actually like one of the times if my friend was like yeah I, I I was like sick I was coughing and she was like yeah I didn't sleep at all all you did was cough and fart <laughs> I'm like fuck I'm like I can I will never know. I will never know love. <laughs> I think the thing is you got to get one of those California Kings where yeah, other people are in bed that. with you and you just don't know. I mean, Oh no, no, this is it. Like the last time I shared a bed with anybody was when I was in, um, on my vacation in Turks and Caicos, the, the Caribbean vacation I won. And I was with uh, my friend Susanna and we were in just the biggest bed that had mm-hmm. ever existed. We, we were both sitting on opposite sides and we could reach out our arms and not touch yeah. each other was insane that's perfect that's what uh-huh. that's the kind of bed everyone deserves if they're sleeping with someone else yeah yeah uh where you can just roll a couple of times away from them oh when i was younger i was like <laughs> after oh maybe i shouldn't have this no uh well after after my brother left my uh my uh childhood house to be in college and then be an adult. Uh, I slept in my bedroom and then my dad slept in the master bedroom and my mom slept in what had been previously my bedroom. And I was like, ah, yes, it's because it's so difficult for adults to sleep in the same bed as opposed to my parents want to get a divorce. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But also, yes, it is (laughs) sleeping in the, in a bed with someone else is very hard it is it is funny that the couple of times when like i was like like traveling for work sleeping alone i did sleep a lot better <laughs> but i right. mean, do you have a do you have a i mean you have you must have a queen um i think we have a full oh no wonder yeah it's not huge but i mean we didn't have a ton of space in our old bedroom um, I have a queen for myself. Mm. Me, it's me and the cat. And yeah, me and the yeah. cat, Clancy Brown body pillow. That's what <laughs> takes up half the bed. All of the bed. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. I mean, the thing is, is that like we just got this mattress like two years ago, so we couldn't justify getting a bigger one, and also the next apartment we live in will probably not be as large as this one. <laughs> So, uh, New York chat. New York chat. New York chat. Oh, pins. Pins? What? Wait, pins? Wait, yeah. what? You got a pin. You got some pins. What? Writing pin? 
Oh, pens. Pens. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. no. We got into a we got into a regional <laughs> a regional pronunciation problem. <laughs> yeah, we certainly did. Oh my god, and we grew up so close to I each know. other. But for some reason Oh god, that's horrible. <laughs> I say pen and pen the same way. Well, I me, I think the... I think there's I okay, pen and pen are pronounced differently in my brain, but apparently other people hear them coming out of my mouth the same. I was hearing pin as in like say here's the cool enamel pin i got yes or like here's a thing i would use to make a sewing thing but what i want to talk about is a pen and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna shame you or judge you for how you pronounce things differently because that's a thing a former podcast hosted to me due to my pronunciation of caramel which I might have said caramel at the time because that's one of those things where, like, if you ask me how to say it, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, don't ask yeah, me. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> um, but I, uh, I, I, went to, I went to the CVS today because I had to pick up a prescription. But I was like, I also need some new pens mm-hmm. as in the writing instrument because I, uh, I need I, – I, uh, the way I get paid is through paychecks being mailed to me and I have to endorse them. And uh, write things on them. And that's dumb. But that's just my life as a full-time contractor. And then also I write in a daily journal. Which, oh, of uh, as of today, when I write in tonight, will be four years that I've been wow. writing. And, and it, was you, it was you who got me into yeah, it. Yeah, and then I, st- then I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> but you, I mean, honestly, you having a baby is like a good reason to have <laughs> not kept up with that. That's a Well, re- that's, except that it would be really re- nice if I could look it back. Been really, like, it would have been really nice if you had been recording your feelings for having a baby. But also you were like insane. Very tired. <laughs> And and even and even and now today, like I I sometimes don't I don't keep up with it every day. I will like, catch up over a week, and when I get to five years, I will probably stop doing it. Yeah. But yeah. I got I was like I was like all right, I gotta go to the CVS to pick up a prescription, and I know I need some new pens. And I went looking at the at the at the stationery aisle, and I was like, God damn, this is a lot of pens. Hmm. But I kind of. I kind of think I uh, had absorbed some pen talk. Yeah, because you got some good pens, and I got the Pilot G two, and I and I posted a picture of it on on Twitter, and I was like, "Hey, Pen Twitter, did I make a good choice?" And Pen Twitter was like, "Fuck yes, you." <laughs> pen Twitter went wild. Pen Twitter lost their mind. They were like, "Yeah, bitch." You picked the best pen you could. And it was like $6 for two. And I got these good ass pens. I put, I got one in the living room and I put one in my bedroom. I got one to sign my checks and one to write in my dumbass journal. And it's, and I did, and I did in fact get a paycheck tonight and I endorsed Endorse, that. Works great. Endorsed that dumbass and wrote my and because i uh, i do the uh, online thing wrote my account number and i was like and i was writing and i was like yeah man this is a good pet <laughs> i have never i have never been so validated about a purchase 
than these than the six dollar purchase of two pens. Like t- just pen Twitter came out in yeah. full force. Yeah, immediately. Like, they were. I was like, pen Twitter. Did I buy a new pen? And they were like, Yeah, bitch, you did. <laughs> Fuck yes, and I feel so good about these pens. And you know what? I'm holding one. I'm holding it in my hand right now. Here's a little clicky about it. <sighs> Wonderful. It's got a good. It's got a good grip. Yeah, a good flow, good ink flow. I find. I haven't. I haven't done like much more. I'm. I'm. Like it makes me. Maybe want to write a little more. Although, how's your handwriting? Um, it is very bad. And I bet mine's, I'm just, buddy, I bet mine's worse. Um, also, so recently I've been doing the postcards for voters thing where you do postcards to voters around the country and diff- for different yes. races. And um, so I've had to write out these things. And A, my writing is very bad. And writing 10 postcards now actually hurts my hand. And it's like, I actually, oh, yeah, absolutely. I should probably like do some sort of ergonomic thing. Um, like, I should learn how to do this properly. <laughs> I used to be in high school. Um, I had really, I had really bad carpal tunnel in high school. I, I used to like wear a brace and everything. Oh wow! And um, but I, I, I took notes so furiously in high school. I wrote so fast and so intensely, and it, and in a in a handwriting that no one else would ever understand. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, I, I, the, I don't, I don't know what I ever did, but like, I still type all the time and I don't use an ergonomic keyboard or anything, but I, I ain't got no carpal tunnel now. And, uh, when I, 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 I get it sometimes if I try to like actually writing with a, you know, pen or pencil kind of will bring out the pain. But, uh, also my, uh, handwriting is disgusting. This is, this is again about uh, having this um, journal that I've been writing in every day for four years. Uh-huh. Um, most of it, to anyone who is not me, fully illegible. Just an absolute... Like I, and and, and uh, tomorrow is um, the where I can see my first, my first entry. Whereas one where I wrote very clearly and carefully. <laughs> and then all the other ones, it's just like, a, just a just scrawl scrawl. looks like if if you've ever seen like that chinese calligraphy where where it's just like it looks like just a just a big paintbrush kind of Mm -hmm. squiggle Mm -hmm. that's what my handwriting looks Looks like like at this point (laughs) and uh like i i might i'm like so i'm gonna finish this five-year journal and then i'm gonna have it and i'm just gonna leave it somewhere for future generations to try to Mm -hmm. solve yeah (laughs) my um i i i have a tendency to try and write very small which then also having not great handwriting it is just a smear but i will say um with the postcards for voters stuff i was having a hard time because the pin that i the pins that i like which are much like yours have like a good ink flow but postcards are generally glossy and it would like smear on there but i found like i like matte i did postcards. i did when i was looking at pens i oh i didn't even say the the type of pen oh, I yeah. got. It was a good pen it was the pilot g2 which is apparent i think i may have subconsciously absorbed 
What the pilot G two mm-hmm, was the good mm-hmm. good pen because I saw G two and I was like somewhere in the back of my brain I was like that's the good one and it was you know six dollars for for two of them but I'm like it said long lasting running um and I went and wrote with it and I was like yeah man seems like a good pen <laughs> yeah it is. When you we you should edit in when you say the name of the pin, just like <laughs> like live studio audience cheering. <laughs> I won't do. I won't be doing that. <laughs> I don't. It's it's been five years of me recording and editing this podcast, and and this <laughs> and... is my promise to you. I have learned absolutely nothing. <laughs> I, I I believe longtime listeners of this podcast will know <laughs> I have learned absolutely nothing about how to make a podcast sound, sound good. good. <laughs> I think I think we've got better. I don't know. I did something. I, it's no. It's uh, no. I'm I'm not good at it. Oh boy, there was a, there was a couple months ago where I was like uh, talking to my therapist. I was like, ah, oh, what do, what do I want to do with my life? Maybe I should go to audio engineering school. Learned how that, and I was like, ah, oh, no, wait, I'm going deaf. I should not do that. I have severe tinnitus and I'm losing my hearing just like everybody else in my family. I should not at age 37 try to be an audio engineer. Yeah. Anyway, it's fine. Here's the pet cookie. Here's to five more years. That's not going to (laughs) happen. We don't know. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm just being realistic. You're going to have two children. <laughs> I mean, we might do like it. Here's one to month. five more years and eight more episodes. <laughs> yeah, out that's over realistic. This. That's realistic. No, we might. We're going to keep doing episodes, but oh, it's going to be increase, increasingly less regularly <laughs> and increasingly more occasionally. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm so, ha- I'm so happy. Thank that- you so much so happy that people like it i'm so happy i like yeah, it yeah yeah we did to uh, we will uh, let's let's do like maybe five minutes of reflecting about how five years of doing this has has done us five minutes of silent reflection no on the podcast Talk. five minutes of dead air <laughs> like honestly it means like this i mean it means so much to me that i get to just like i have this excuse yeah to talk yeah to one of my best friends that I have tricked you <laughs> basically into having a phone call with me. Yeah, yeah. No, it's and really for, nice. for a long time, every week. Yeah. <laughs> and, and now we do it mm, at least once a month. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> two weeks, every two weeks would be best. And it's, it's, it's just thrilling to me, and it makes me so happy to do it. And it, it just makes me feel alive every time we, we do oh, it. That's wonderful. And it makes me really happy to know that there are people who find this really, yeah. really relaxing and that they, you know, feel like we're their friends too, that kind of thing. And I've like made friends who were fen- friends of the pod, yeah. you know, fans yeah. of the podcast. And it's just really nice. Yeah. Now you go. I think like people talking about how much they like listening to it and the experience of it in terms of like, it is like i think what i'm always afraid of is it being like too boring or like me not having things to say and i think that like over the past couple of years since having izzy and since i've become like 
extremely tired. <laughs> like that has become, <laughs> but I think hearing from people, you're, you're always so stressed about that and it's never actually a problem. <laughs> like, yeah, I think that what's new, what's new, what's new, what's new. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm, 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 I'm going to let you talk about, but, about um, what, what five years means to you. Yeah. It's, it's just really nice to hear people, and to hear the place that this podcast has in people's lives and that, you know, the, the, that they enjoy the feeling of listening to two good friends just, like, chat. Um, I think that's really nice. Yeah. I mean, like, when I look back, like, five five years ago, or even, like, I, I see it in my, I use Time Hop, which shows things. Like, there yeah, was a point yeah. where I was like, yeah, I'm going to turn this podcast into, like, this is going to make me like famous or whatever I'm going to get. And like we did the, the whole guest thing. I was trying yeah, to get like, yeah. like the, the best guests on it for a while. But now I'm like, I'm, I'm so much happier in the non guest era. Yeah. I mean, yeah. like we did good guests for all the guest era. was Yeah. Good, and we had a lot like, of, we had fun. Um, yeah. We talked to a lot of good people and there was a lot of fun. Um, and a lot of them probably, uh, probably most of them sound absolutely horrible because <laughs> I am, I, I'm, not good at audio editing and I never will be, I think. Um, but it's just, um, and, and all the family time episodes, which yeah. is all that we do all of them now. It's all fam, all in the family. It's all, it's all in the family. And that's why I'm racist. Is that what that show was? I think he was pretty racist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you meathead. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> But this is this is this is wonderful, and if you know, it comes it comes to you you, you got the second kid and you can't do it anymore. I'm going to be so happy that we have had five years of of yeah five years. You were not even you were in your twenties. Oh you were in your twenties. This was a thousand years ago. I mean, this is also the thing that like I think we've um we've gotten to the point or I've gotten to the point in my life where I will continuously refuse to believe that time has passed. <laughs> <laughs> like it's always like, Oh, it's been 10 years since this. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> it has not been 10 years since that. Uh, I'm com- I'm going to be 37 soon. Only, gonna... get, only getting better. He, uh, the, I mean, I, w- I was saying, saying on Twitter tonight, my goal is hot by 40. Uh-huh. Going to be super hot by 40. And I'm also going to achieve that by getting a lot of forearm tattoos. Mm, nice. And getting increasingly more aggressive haircuts. <laughs> oh, I didn't even talk about my hair, my, 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 my new barber. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's too late now. It's too late. But <sighs> thank you so much. Thank you for five years. Thank you for your thank for you. you know what. Thank you for our whole fucking friendship. Oh, thank which, you so which, much. Which 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 would not be what it is today if we weren't doing this podcast. Yeah, yeah. And that's I you know I don't I mean there are a lot of podcasts out there, but I think this is maybe the only one where you can if you listen to every single one of the 160 some odd episodes, You're you hearing... can hear. You're hearing two people become just incredibly deep friends. Thank you so much. And like, it's, it's, I think, I think, you know, maybe, you know, we don't have, we don't have anything else, but you can, if you listen to this, you're going to hear that. And that's, 
uh, irreplicable. Yeah. So, and that, and I would never trade any of this experience for anything else. And I'm, I'm so, I'm always so sincerely happy to do this with you. Well, thank you so much. Same here. And now, after we end this episode, I'm going to just like put in the most <laughs> loud. Yakety <of> sax. <laughs> yeah, I am going to put in yakety sax. Marvelous. <laughs> I can't do anything else now. Gonna, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to see if I can find like, I'm going to see if like I can a find, mel- like, uh, yeah, yeah. Like a violin cover of yakety Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lullaby. I love you so much. Love you so much. Uh, l- l- uh, the lullaby of Benny Hill. <laughs> Bye. Bye.